You're listening to the Text Edition Podcast, episode 54, Kratos Stuck in the Chain. Alright, um, it's that time again for the Text Edition Podcast. If you haven't noticed, I'm not Sergio. That's because Sergio is um, unable to host today, so I will be reprising my role, um, I guess... For a one-off um, special edition, <laughs> the original host is back. So yeah, um, right now we have Carl. Oh no, no, we don't have Carl. We have Clarence. <laughs> What's up, Clarence? Another week. Good to be back. And we also have James. How's it going, man? Oh, it's going all right. Could be better, but hey, I'm alive. Yeah. That's we always a, good. <laughs> yeah, we got a short, short um list for you today. So guess we'll go ahead and get rolling. Um, my first thing is that there's a new PlayStation Move commercial, and it's hilarious. Have you guys seen the commercial? I know I have not, but I'm viewing it right now. Um, you know the 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 new kind of new cool. I I I really like the new PlayStation commercials. Mm-hmm. I'm not like a huge PlayStation person, but their new commercials are hilarious. And this is that guy, I think his name's Kevin Butler or something. And he basically makes fun of um the Wii and the Tall in this commercial. One of the funniest parts is um where he talks about how real people box and how people box on the Wii <laughs> and how with a, with the PlayStation movie you'll be able to box like a real boxer. And um he also makes fun of the fact that um Natal has no buttons. <laughs> <laughs> and it, I mean, I don't know. It's I'm not absolutely sold on any of these motion whatevers, but he makes a good points, and he it's pretty funny. I don't know. He's just to watch it, but um, I, well, I I gotta admit, for use for first person shooters, I'm kind of stoked because I know with analog stick or mouse, I suck. But if <laughs> I could actually aim, I, I'm I'm dead evil as far as quick draw. And quick aiming, you know. So when uh, Time Crisis Four was coming out, I had a lot of high hopes for that GunCon Three, but it just did not pan out. But yeah, yeah. go ahead. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'll just say I will say the the, the actual. I mean, getting aside from a hilarious part of the commercial, the video of the guy boxing does look really compelling, and and it looks to be very much true one-on-one movement. Um, now the 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 part where the guy was like playing the first person shooter, he kind of looked ridiculous, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but I mean that being said, I really don't see how they can make fun of the Wii when this is really the same thing. Well, it is, but it isn't because I mean with the Wii, I don't know. There's a Penny Arcade commercial that came out when the Wii was um when when the Wii was starting off and it was basically um the two guys from penny arcade you know gabe which is like he's kind of like an eccentric kind of he they're playing wii tennis and he's running all over the place swinging the wii mote like he's actually on the tennis court and um taiko's just sitting in the chair um wiggling his wrist because <laughs> that's really all you have to do you know you don't have to you know you really it, it doesn't pick up exact movements it just picks up movement so I mean, well, I mean, a lot of this stuff has changed since we have Motion Plus with the Wii now. Well, right? yeah, yeah, but at the same time, you know, it the Wii. I don't know. To my understanding, I could be totally wrong. It doesn't pick up like your full range of motion, you know. And that's I don't know I, if if it's exactly one to one movement like this, com, like on this commercial, then it's great. But then again, I say the same thing about the Wii, and it never turned out to be one to one motion. So I don't know. Well, the specs of what they have for the move, it should be as close to one-to-one as you can get because it uses the eye toy or the PlayStation Eye, and those knobs on the end of it are just like what they use for mocap. Yeah. Basically. So the PSI will pick that up, and it's basically the same kind of material, like on uh, those eye beholder cards. Um, so it should give you a much, much closer one-to-one but the price point on them is going to be a little bit of, you know, will it sell or not? Yeah. They've got different packages because you've got, you've got the move and you have like a nunchuck that fits with it that's completely wireless. 
awesome. Yeah. And then you also have a package that's both those pieces and the PSI. So. Which, which me personally, I don't see this um, making people not buy a Wii to buy a PlayStation in this. But it's like it's like Final Fantasy Thirteen on the 360. If you already have one, you know why not? <laughs> that, that's that's the way I see it. I mean, someone should make a parody about how ridiculous you look holding the the motion controller because it's got the big ball on it. <laughs> yeah, I actually had a, a couple people say something about personal vibrator. Oh, <laughs> oh man! Wow. <laughs> Does it actually? I mean, does it actually have vibration in it? Since <laughs> you mentioned it, I hope not. <laughs> it, it it probably does because you know somebody is going to be bitching about the fact that if it doesn't, you know, just like with the six axis, people bitched about the fact it didn't have the rumble, which I never cared about the rumble. I always would turn it off because it was just a distraction to me. But you know, somebody's going to bitch if it's not there, so it's going to be there probably. True. Well. All right, I guess we'll move to the second topic. Um, and this um, will definitely register on the WTF scale. Um, I don't know, maybe some of you <laughs> may have known that they were um, developing a Kane and Lynch movie, and Jamie Foxx has been cast as James Lynch. And if you have any kind of, if you're familiar at all with the game, in the game, Lynch is like a halfway bald white dude with a mullet. <laughs> so this is like... Yeah, this is like wow. <laughs> they were saying that it was going to be Billy Bob Thornton, but yeah, it's Jamie Foxx. You know, I could see it if he does like uh, Eddie Murphy and uh, Arsenio Hall did for Coming to America, where they would give him like the white. Oh man! See it then, because that would be funny. I hope he didn't go white face. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say this would probably be like. It's crazy. And, until I saw the movie, what's the movie with uh Jamie Foxx and Robert and Robert Downey Jr. Uh, oh, oh, I don't know. The, I, the what? It's it's some music movie. Uh, where he's like. Uh, oh, I remember the one you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he pretty much got out of character online. Oh, you talking about when he was playing the trumpet or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That movie. Oh yeah, when he was kind. Of, I don't <laughs> want to say retarded, but when he was <laughs> mentally. Yeah, he was crazy. Mentally challenged. Yeah, and this just made me think of Miami Vice. I don't know why. I just hope this. I have a feeling they're gonna try to turn this into some kind of, which I guess it is a buddy action movie. But um, I haven't watched my, the Miami Vice movie. Yeah, it wasn't very good. I don't feel like I missed anything. He did. <laughs> so Bruce Willis is Kane and Jamie Foxx is Lynch. Huh. So that that should be interesting, <laughs> I guess. But whatever. Um, <laughs> next, we have Insomniac possibly going multi-platform. This is freaking huge. This is huge. I wow. love I love me some Insomniac, dude. Not so much Resistance, but Ratchet and Clank are by far. I think I think they're the best current gen or pre- previous gen platform games on any system. That's including the Mario games. I love these games. And the fact, the possibility of having one of these on the Xbox or even on the Wii, for that matter, just is pretty cool. I don't know. Yeah, I can now, see that it's being put on the Wii. Yeah, but it's just funny because I don't know. For some reason, I always thought that they were maybe funded or owned by Sony because they only made games for PlayStation. But they they've always been an independent company. I was doing the same thing. Also, <laughs> they've wow. they've always been an independent company. Um. And I guess they're just trying to branch out a little bit. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the only way really to expand and make more money is to go to different systems. And I mean, from a business-wise standpoint, this is yeah. I mean a natural progression. I mean, it's win-win for them because these games would definitely sell. I mean, Re- Resistance especially, but even the Ratchet and Clank games would sell crazy <laughs> on the 360. You know, and yeah. it's good for them. So you saying they were getting no funding from Sony at all to be exclusive? No, they were just they were just putting games out on on Sony. They were just Sony fanboys, basically. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's the best way to put it. <laughs> wow, but yeah, that's very surprising. And I'm, hopefully, we'll see something at E3. That would be exciting to play something on the 360 from Insomniac. <laughs> but moving right along, Clarence. Uh, yeah, first I'll start off with um, 
everybody know the new Windows uh, 7 series phones are coming out uh, pretty soon. And <clears throat> at a recent event, uh, a Netflix app was demoed on the uh, on the nice. Windows phone. Nice. So, uh, yeah, so first, you know, the guy, you know, whatever he showed, you know, you can go add to your queue or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But then he actually played a movie <laughs> from his phone. So you have streaming capability of anything instant in the Netflix library straight to your phone. Yeah. Uh, I mean, over 3G, I don't know how well it's going to do, but just just being able to do that is just awesome. I think this is huge just because, you know, on a phone, it's not going to be that big of a resolution. Um, But at the same time, this has, like, never been before. Can you imagine the Netflix, which I'm not saying this is going to happen, but could you imagine... Is there a Netflix iPhone app? No, but if they do, I, I, I honestly don't think Apple will allow it because it will like kill their uh, part of their, uh, their their download service for you know the mobile phone for their mobile devices. So well, but at the same time, they could get sued for antitrust because I mean, yeah, I mean, but but they've not allowed other stuff that competes against their products in their store before. So I could definitely see them just canning this. So true, true. I mean, it, for, for Netflix though, it's a win-win if they can get it on both devices. Cause yeah. man, there's just more people gonna want to get the subscriptions. I'm waiting for my BlackBerry up. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, congrats on the new BlackBerry, man. Have to talk about that. Thanks very <laughs> much. I really needed it because nobody could hear me on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But yeah, I'm really ha- I'm really excited about this. Hope they expand. Oh yeah. And uh, next up, we have uh, a, a new video from the upcoming the 2010 NBA Jam. Um, and I don't know, have you guys seen the video yet? I have not, but I am about to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I'll just uh, talk about it for a minute. Uh, it's basically what you would pretty much expect full-on 3D high-res, high-graphic NBA 2-on-2 action. And and as far as the gameplay mechanics, it's the same gameplay mechanics that the previous versions had, except everything is pretty. Yes, man, I I, (laughs) I almost want to buy a Wii for this, dude. It's beautiful. (laughs) Yes. Wow. And it looks... It it feels and look well. I can't say it feels because I'm not playing it, but it looks just. It looks like NBA. You know, it looks like NBA Jam. <laughs> that being said, they they have to bring this out as a as an arcade or a PSN title. Yeah. I mean, to see this in high definition would be just be freaking beautiful. Yes, it would. <laughs> so yeah. And yeah, that's that's pretty much all I have. <laughs> wow. But yeah, I'm getting that as soon as well. I don't have a Wii, but if they ever port it, I'm getting it as soon as it comes out. Dude, this that'd be great, man. <laughs> and just think of an online play the potential you can have with a game like that. Yeah, that's wow. I, I was very skeptical about this, <laughs> but now I'm like, okay, when's it come out? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's jam. I mean, what, do you, what do you expect? I don't know, like, some of the games after the NBA Jam games, like, the Hang Times, and there was something else. I, 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 I hated those. Yeah, I didn't really like them that much, but I'm glad to see they're going back to the formula. <laughs> the back to the roots. Formula. Yes. Well, I was about to say, didn't those kind of try to change it up a little bit? Yeah. What like the NBA Jam formula was, it was like some of the later uh, Blitz games. <laughs> start to get away from what Blitz used to actually be back in the day. Yeah, this, this is a common problem that it, a lot of developers have. They try to add so much stuff that they lose the original flair that the game once had. Yeah. Sweetness. All right, well, Carl isn't on yet. Um, I texted him, but <laughs> um, James, you want to go ahead? Yeah, I'll go ahead. All right. Um, what I came across this week is Honda's electric unicycle. Otherwise, uh, it's the U3X or the level. Uh, uh, they haven't quite decided exactly what they're going to call it yet, I don't think. But this is if you really want to be lazy around the office, this is it. This is a motorized 
self-balancing unicycle. That the wow. main wheel is this actually made up dangerous. of a whole bunch of smaller wheels. It looks really dangerous. <laughs> and ridiculous. Well, thing, it, it, it does, but the thing is, is the main wheel is made up of a bunch of smaller wheels. So you move by leaning. Like you lean how you want to move. So this thing will actually turn. Well, not turn, but this thing will actually move sideways. Wow. Without you having to actually twist or anything. Um, you get a battery life of about an hour of continuous use. So it's like, wow, you can be super lazy for an hour. <laughs> uh, so I guess no um, no strolling to the shop and washing this. <laughs> Not yet. Um, basically what it is is they took uh, their self-balancing technology that they had gotten – that they developed for the uh, Asimo, for the robot, little mm-hmm. robotic astronaut-looking thing. Um, they use it for this. Um, they originally meant for it to be used for, like, elderly people, people with disabilities, for them to be able to move around and have mobility without having those big, huge, clunky uh, chairs. I forget what they're called. Um, Hover-rounds? <laughs> Rascals? Hover-rounds? Well, that's one of them, yeah. But, uh... Yeah, I saw this. It's like all I could think was, man, this is just people going to be super lazy. <laughs> Pretty sad. But, but the actual concept behind it is completely cool because if uh, the video doesn't really show it for the link that I have, but the videos I did see on the TV when I came across this, they actually showed it up close of the main wheel. And, I mean, it's nothing but a bunch of smaller wheels on a larger wheel. So how you lean, this thing will move. So you can be going forward, and if you want to – just kind of veer left a little bit. All you got to do is lean forward and to the left, and you veer left without having to actually stop, turn, and then turn back. Uh, yeah, I think I think companies should buy this as a deterrent for people who sleep at their desks. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you just doze off, and then you start running through cubicles and stuff. Yeah. What? <laughs> this thing actually... I, I hate to bring everything back to Ninja Turtles, but this looks like those things that you used to fight outside the door on the first stage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> look just like them. Yeah. yeah. Well, now the thing is, though, I don't. I think it'd be unless you can fall asleep with the straight back. This would be kind of hard because this really would make you have to have good posture to sit on this thing, right? Yeah, I'd be crashing all <laughs> over the place. <laughs> behind shoulders. <laughs> wow. Okay, um, what we're watching, huh? Ah, uh, yeah, that that's 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 the video that Serge posted. I'll talk about that if nobody else has seen it. I hadn't seen it yet, so please feel free. Ah, uh, yeah, well, I don't know who put that, but basically, this is uh, it shouldn't maybe be in games, but I don't know why. and what you're watching, but we'll talk about it anyway. Um, this is. Basically, uh, Sergio's post uh, referring to the Hyperkin Wii Sound Plus uh, peripheral <laughs> that uh, uh, <clears throat> that is for the Wii, and basically what it is, it is a uh, it has uh, different types of uh, peripherals uh, such as a bat or a tennis racket that you put onto the end of your Wii, uh, as in the Nintendo Wii mode, <laughs> 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 and. It contains a device which makes a popping noise, therefore simulating a swing or making it sound like a real swing. Uh, and what it actually is, is uh, according to Serge's post, it's, a, it's a, actually a shaft with the, within the um, peripheral which a marble moves up and down. So, <laughs> I mean, very simple design. So when you swing it, it makes a little click or popping noise. And you just have to check out the video to see how it works. It's a very simple concept. Uh, you know, we it, need to come up with ideas like this our own selves and cash in on <laughs> money, cow, stupidity. That is a lot of the weed owners that buy this shit. I remember Carl and Sergio talking about this. but <laughs> I mean, it's like when we was at E3 and we saw the bowling ball that you fit your Wiimote into. I was wow. like, kidding me. It's, 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 it's almost it had buttons set on it and everything, so you could touch every button on the Wiimote, even the uh, <laughs> plus and minus buttons. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, it's almost funny if this is a real product that, act, that is actually going to be in store, stores. But, 
I do agree with Sergio. This is probably something that's going to wind up being in stores like Dollar General or something because <laughs> nobody's going to buy it if it's in Walmart or Best Buy. True. Yeah, I'm like, Carl, I, when when I first heard him talking about it, I thought it was a speaker in it. <laughs> but it's just um, plain oil bow grease. <laughs> so, James, you got God of War already? Or did, yeah, it, did I got it come a, out this week? It came out this week. I picked it up uh, Monday night at the midnight release. And uh, there was a lot of people there, and they were excited, but they were nowhere near the level of uh, stupidity that the Halo 3 launch people were. <laughs> wow. I mean, they they were there. They were excited. They were talking, but they were very, like, they grabbed their game. They went and hopped in their car while chatting with people, went home and played. It wasn't... Like jumping up and down. I bet they were all older people, too. Well, I was there, so, you know, I was an old ass. Well, I didn't mean, like, old, old. I meant you didn't have, <laughs> you didn't have, you didn't have a bunch of teeny bobbers lining up to get Halo, I mean, God of War 3 with their parents standing with them. True. Um, all I'm going to say is, uh, damn. Um, the <laughs> demo, well, the demo we saw at E3, and that was also the demo that came out a month ago on PSN, was pretty. I mean, it looked good. It was pretty. Um, but the polished game itself, the entire playthrough, and I mean, Carl came over and he played for about 45 minutes. Basically, the entire playthrough, you would think you're watching a full motion video the entire time. At the frame rates, spot on. on awesome. Very few uh, times over uh, frame skips. Just beautiful. Gameplay's tight. Like, if you played a God of War game, it, it's God of War. You know, it's more the same, more awesome. Yeah. Uh, but they still have that freaking digital jump, which sucks ass, which gets you killed in a lot of the puzzles or the cliffs. I hate that. So what's the digital jump? Explain. Uh, digital analog jump. Um, digital jump, no matter how fast or how quickly or how long you press a button, you still jump the same height. Ah, uh, okay, I got you. Unlike the analog jump, which we've had since Super Mario Brothers on NES, you know, where it is kind of depending dumb. on how hard you press the button or how, how long, long you hold it, you jump. Okay, yeah, I have a, another question. Like, I heard some people talking about this, and they said the actual scale of the uh, the uh, set pieces or the levels are like really massive. They said at, at one point the camera. Uh, keeps zooming out to reveal you're like on this big uh, whatever the enemy is uh, and then it zooms out some more and then it shows you on a mountain and then yeah, I don't know pretty they, much. they said yeah, yeah, uh, the uh, scale of the game is like just amazing yeah well, oh yeah I mean when you start the game off you're on uh, the Titan Gaia and I mean it pans out several times like there is no full motion video throughout any of the game all cutscenes are in-game graphics. All of them. Like, even stuff you look at and go, that's got to be full-motion video. It'll turn up to where you're playing right afterwards. So it's not. It's all in-game. And it is massive. I mean, this really showcases what the PS3 can do. Because there's a lot of times you have angles to where the entire mountain of Mount Olympus is rendered. You can see it with Gaia and two other huge-ass titans on either side of her. I mean, it is... You guys got to see it. I mean, it's one of those things that you got to be able to see it on a really good TV. So you can just, wow. Yeah, and um, I also heard they fixed a lot of issues. Um, like, a lot of people before were complaining about God of War that there's, like, a lot of real-time events. And then on some of them, they just keep chaining it, like, really, really long. And I heard in this one, they, like, broke it up more to where you're not doing a crap ton of real-time real time events in a row. Press X to live? That kind of uh, thing? Well, well you, don't have, you don't have a lot of the boss fights that rely on that. See, like, uh, what was the game? Um, like, in Heavenly Sword, some of its boss fights would get into places where you had to do nothing but the quick-time events. Um, they streamlined it. It's much more intuitive now. Whereas before on God of War 1 and 2, 
you would have the button pop up in a specific spot, and it would be triangle, X, square, circle, whatever. Whereas now, because, you know, on the PlayStation 3 controller, it's in a diamond almost. It's set up to where if it's triangle, the triangle button's at the top of the screen. The X button's at the bottom. The circle's at the furthermost right, and the square's at the furthermost left. So if you see something pop up on that side, you know, you press that button. It's not in the way of the action, whereas the quick time events used to be. Does that make sense? Like they would you used to be the buttons would pop up. Yeah, in right. The, in the, yeah, right in the middle. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. And uh, if you got to use the L and R, like tap those top right and top left corners of the screen, L and R pop up. So the quick time events are still there, but they're done in such a way that they're much more intuitive. And not uh, not invasive or cumbersome, like it's very quick. Um, but you do have a little bit more leeway. You got a little bit more time to input them, because I know that was one of the hard things for me. Was sometimes those quick time events would be so fast. I mean, because if you just <laughs> don't realize they're coming, you'd be dead. And the fact that they always change, then you know they don't have a set pattern that they stay. They randomize that shit all the time. So you'd really have to be on your game and die like six times through a boss fight before you can find out, okay, I press here. So does it have a install? No. No install? No install. You got uh, There's like a 20 to 30 second load time when you first start up the game, but after that, there is no load times whatsoever. It so seems it's, go. So it's streaming everything off the disk? Well, I guess it's caching it to the hard drive, but there's no sit down and let's install this. <laughs> There's no sit-down, let's install. They basically take uh, what Crystal Dynamics did with Soul Reaver to where it would, you know, it, as you would transition, it would load as it goes. Yeah. So it was smooth and seamless. And it does it so much better. Um, now, there are a couple bugs I've come across here and there. I've had a time where uh, I got stuck, like, in the middle of a chain. And then <laughs> died. I had another time to where... Uh, I was falling into a section of Gaia, and I didn't, like, land. Like, I had to restart at a checkpoint. Minor things that pop up every so often, um, but more likely they'll have a patch out to fix those pretty soon. (laughs) But none of them were in such a way that was jarring to my gaming experience. Um, This game has pretty much been living up to the hype. I think we have a new tagline. God of War 3, stuck in the chain. Stuck in the chain. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. So, 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 I mean, from from your playthrough, so I want to know, do you think this is the game of the year? Or will be the game of the year? Regardless of what comes out next. How long was it? Uh, I think my final playthrough time was about seven and a half hours. But uh, oh, yeah, Carl... Not, well, Carl said that. Uh, a lot of people, what he's come across online and forums and stuff is a lot of people, if they've played God of War before and they're kind of veterans, the normal mode is kind of easy. And really it was. Most of the times I died was when I missed jumps in, uh, in some of the traps and puzzles. Like the boss fights and stuff. I didn't really, like, as soon as I understood what I needed to do and figured out the pattern... I didn't die nowhere near as much. Like, I'm playing through Titan mode right now and have a spot or two I'm getting stuck on. Just because the sheer amount of enemies on the screen are, are hard to deal with because their patterns are different. Or if it's the same guy, that they will offset their patterns so that way you can't really get an attack in without getting hit. But uh, the boss fights I've done so far really are not that hard. It's like, you know, if I die, it's because I made a mistake, not because... The boss is that tough. Um, but the presentation and story-wise, as far as like the third God of War and as an endpoint to the series, it's great. I mean, the story's well-written. And also, once you beat the game, you unlock a slew, of, like a massive amount of uh, behind-the-scenes videos. So you actually get some of the, uh, the voice acting. So you get to see the voice actors for Kratos, for Athena, uh, for Hephaestus, the yeah, the guy from the guy from Living Single does Kratos' voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ooh, and uh, you have Hercules that's in the game, and they got Kevin Sorbo to come in and do the voice of him. 
Oh, wow, really? That's cool. Wow, that's pretty cool. Does it favor him in any way? <laughs> the uh, character? A little bit, but the, the Hercules in the game is a much more bigger, brutish, oh, dark okay. kind of character. So when they do the interview, Kevin Sobo says he, he found it great to be able to do come back and redo this character, but to do it in a completely different way. Like, it was much different than what he played for seven years. That's pretty cool. Fan service. <laughs> nice. And also, you I mean, you've got a huge amount of talent, because now you have Kevin Sorbolo, but you've got Rip Torn, which most people remember as Zed from uh, the Men in Black movies. Yeah. And you have Malcolm McDowell plays a character in here as well. So, I mean, you've got a pretty good bit of A-list talent that's in this game. So, yeah, I didn't mean to um, deter you from Clarence's original question. You think this is going to be the game of the year? I think so. Um, From what everybody else goes for and everything else, yeah, I think it will be game of the year because, I mean, it's pretty – it really showcases what the PS3 can do because, yeah, I've played 360 games and stuff like that, but I don't – I don't know if the 360 could put out the level of detail and just sheer it where you're going through Tartarus and you got to go uh, to Kronos again. And I mean, Kronos is the full size with the um, labyrinth on his back for Pandora's box. And I mean, you are running around Kronos, who was the biggest of the Titans. So is like I don't mean to keep knocking on this, but one thing I noticed about Final Fantasy Thirteen is it's a very beautiful game, but I mean, as far as the actual enemy counts and stuff, there aren't a whole lot of enemies and stuff on the screen at once. So is that the case with this game or Hell no. Hell no. Uh like your bigger enemies like the Minotaurs or the Cerberuses, you might have I've had one time I've had five Minotaurs, like big-ass Minotaurs on the screen, and then have like 60 or 70 of those smaller guys, the, uh, you know, the normal grunts. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, you get a big count of enemies here and there. Like, they don't, but those only in certain places, they don't bum-rush you all the damn time. Yeah. Because otherwise, the game would just be completely overwhelming trying to play. Yeah. But it has the level of detail, and it will give you the, the enemy count here and there. I mean, it'll... It'll pop up from time to time, but I mean, most of the time when you come up and you got to fight, you don't have like a massive amount of enemies to fight. Yeah, you know, it's only in certain places, so they don't, you know, they don't overwhelm you. So, is is this the reason to buy a PS3 if you don't already have one? If you like the first two God of War games, yes. If you wanted to see something that would really show you what the PS3 could do, and you wasn't, a, and you didn't like uh, Metal Gear Solid any at all, this would be a game to buy it for. This, I definitely think this is a selling game for the PS3. I mean, it gives you um, a great look at what the system can do, what it can handle, and the developers said that they maybe have gotten to where they used about 50% of what the PS3 can do. I love it when they say stuff like that. <laughs> well, I mean, for everything that they did with uh, Metal Gear Solid 4, he blatantly said, we used maybe 20, 30% of what well, we think the system can do. It's just like, to me, I equate that to the whole blast processing thing on the Genesis. It's like, the only way they would get 100% out of any of these systems is if they used assembly language or machine code, which they will never use, so they will never get 100%. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's almost... It's almost like the smartest man in the world said, oh, I only use 20% of my brain. That's smart. Well, I mean, it, it's one of those things. It, it's going to be like the last year or two of the system's lifespan. We'll really see what the systems it, can do. Like the PS1 and the PS2. And even even, even then, they'll, they, won't, they, won't, they won't drain the system. <laughs> it's never happened before. Yeah. So so we've had our Heavy Rain, we had our Final Fantasy, we had our God of War 3. What's the next big title on PS3 this year? Oh, shoot, I don't even know. There's a... <laughs> it's going to look bleak for a while. <laughs> no, I, I, mean, I, I really can't think of the next big title. Out. It's just I haven't really kept up his, uh, as far as what all I can deal with at the moment. I've pretty much bought 
and I haven't really looked too much further ahead. But I mean, there's a the next game I'm really looking forward to is the uh, Aliens uh, Colonial Marines. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, but that's a that's a way down. Oh well, uh, Dead Space Two's coming out uh, later this year. That's right. Yeah, it's, it's it's probably gonna be a drought into the Christmas holiday season. Yeah, EA needs to um get off their butts and make another SSX game. Yeah, go back to the roots. In a totally unrelated note, but <laughs> <laughs> oh, I well, mean, we do have just cause two's coming out next week. Um, yeah, he's talking about PS3. I don't know of any 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 Xbox blockbusters until Halo Reach. I mean, I don't really know of anything huge that's coming out. Yeah, like Nintendo is gonna be taking over for. Yeah, a while. there are a lot of new properties, uh, new IPs coming out for uh, PS3. One of them is an FPS called Singularity, which looks very promising, just depending mm-hmm. on what they do with it. Oh yeah, Super Street Fighter Four comes out in April, so that's another big one. Yeah, and yeah, we're talking AAA blockbuster status, like the God of Wars or the Final Fantasies or the Halos or the. The huge, 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 huge games. Um, I can't really think of anything. I mean, there. I think there's a lot of really good quality games coming out. It's just as far as the hype and everything else, I can't really think of anything past God of War three at the moment. Other than well, Lost Planet two is coming out in May. Mm. Oh, yeah. All right. Um. Uh. Before we get to the tech tip, I just want to just do a quick jab in here. Um, I kept my nephew for the last three days, and we pretty much played every game I have. <laughs> and, um, I always talk about how great Sonic Adventure was, but I recant my statement. That game is horrible. <laughs> it, oh. was, it was not good at all. <laughs> well, I'm not going to say it, it wasn't good at all, but... I look back on it with rose-colored glasses, but it 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 that game is so buggy. It's just as buggy as that Sonic game that came out in two thousand six. Um, wow. Yeah, it's it's if you're not playing as Sonic, the game is pretty much terrible. But at the same time, it does have its good points. You know, it's fast. It's it, it there's fun to be had, but it's just it's not this great perfect game that I had in my head. Like the 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 Sonics one, two, and three, the two D Sonics are still great and still phenomenal because we actually had the most fun playing those. But Sonic Adventure one, not so much. I just <laughs> wanted to, just wanted to throw that in there. What was you playing at all? Uh we were playing uh, uh Sonic Adventure actually on the Dreamcast. So ah, <laughs> uh. I have a disc on my Sega Saturn that has all of the two D Sonics. So we were playing those off of that. Yeah, that I mean, just from memory, I don't really remember that being a great game. I think it just demoed well. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it was. So you got some some tech tips for us? Yeah, the tech tip of the week, um, and my tip would be to dump Flash for YouTube. Um. YouTube is probably one of the best use cases for Flash right now on the Internet. Uh, Pretty much all the video you see on the web is Flash. But if you've been keeping up with any of the web standards and uh, the things that have been going up as far as HTML, uh, the upcoming standard, which um, has been worked on since 2004, is going to be HTML5. And what HTML5, HTML5 is going to allow is going to allow for a lot of things you see done through Flash, uh, through Adobe Flash, through Microsoft Silverlight, and and and, and things like that. Uh, you're going to see those things be uh, supported natively through the browser. So uh, right now, Google Chrome is supporting it, and I think Safari. I don't. I'm not sure about Firefox, and I know I'm almost sure the latest version of IE doesn't support HTML5. But if you have Chrome or if you have uh, Safari, um, you can go to YouTube.com/slash/html5, and there, what you can do is you can opt in to be one of the testers for the new uh, YouTube HTML5 version. 
And this, like I said, this uses the new HTML5 standard where you do not have to use Flash. So you go to this page, you enable it, and now when you go to YouTube, any YouTube video, there will be, like, no Flash on the page. The video you'll be seeing awesome. will be natively playing using the HTML5 standards, which I believe is going to be uh, – yeah, and I, I, I know it's a bit of a debate right now between H two H dot two six four and uh, what is it Og? Yeah, Og. Uh, yeah, I think uh, uh, Mozilla wants to use Og, and of course, uh, I think Microsoft wants to use H two H dot two six four since they I think own part of it. But yeah. I don't. I think that's part of the standard that they don't have concrete or down yet. But whichever one they start decide on using. Is good for us because we don't have to use Flash anymore, and this will be good once we eventually get HTML5 compatible browsers on our phone, which I hope is something that will happen. Yeah. Then you won't have to worry about having Flash on your phone. You don't have to worry about installing additional plugins and stuff to your browsers. Everything will just work, and and I mean not just video. Um, you can have rich rich applications in HTML5, which you would think would be something like Flash or you would think be some um, app that you'd have to download. But it, it's, this is all stuff to be natively supported and it's just um, supported by the new standard. So, Okay, so so here's a million dollar question. Does So I see where it says Safari version 4 and higher is supported. So can you look can you browse the YouTube through the Safari browser on your iPhone and look at the videos? No, I don't believe the – no, I tried it. Oh, for real? It has to be supported by the browser. I don't think the iPhone version of Safari supports ah, HTML5 yet. I got you. So, so once these browsers start supporting this, you would assume that you would be able to do all this – excuse me, all the stuff on your browser also. Yeah. And 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 the thing about HTML5, I think on some levels it can also use like the core cores in your PC, or either your graphics card for some awesome. of the uh, rendering and stuff. I'm not entirely sure sure on that, but uh, if you want to read up on it more, go to uh, Wikipedia.com. Just type in HTML5. It's a good write up there that explains all about it, and it's really the future of the web. So. Yeah, just to throw, just to elaborate on that a little bit though, it's funny that because um Microsoft's about to well I don't know exactly when they're gonna release it in Explorer nine, but when they do, it won't be XP compatible. <laughs> so yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I I think they're gonna kind of leave, which you, I know you can install a Google Chrome frame in the IE and get it to work that way, but it's kind of like they're kind of screwing the people that use XP <laughs> a little bit there. I mean, which at this point, I mean, XP came out in 2002 or yeah. something like that. It came I mean, out a long time ago. Yeah. I I mean, I have to kind of applaud Microsoft for doing this because one of their biggest problems is, and we've talked about this before, is Legacy. that they, <laughs> yeah, they, they never draw a line in the sand, and that causes their products to be crappy because they have to support everything. True, um, very true. So, I mean, I got to kind of congratulate them for having little balls right here and just saying, you know, we're moving forward. And hopefully the next version of their browser which built, will build upon 8, which was pretty good. It's getting better. Yeah. So hopefully 9 will be fully uh, web standard compatible. And if they, just, if they just quit trying to support all this old stuff, they can yeah. really make something truly great. Internet Explorer 8 is actually a decent browser. I actually use it, which is goes to say a lot because I never, I would never use IE. Yeah. Before, but the, yeah. the only the only thing about about that, and they're trying to fix it in this new version, is their JavaScript engine. Yeah. And and once they get that faster, it'll be just as fast as any other browsers. And the good thing about um, the good thing about uh, IE 9 is it's going to be the first uh, JavaScript engine that is that can utilize multiple cores. Nice, nice. So it should be even faster. So, I mean, good to see Microsoft make some changes. Love the way things are going. Love it, love it, love it. Okay. Well, um, yeah. I um, For like the past couple of weeks, I've been calling people 
on my Blackberry 8830 World <laughs> Edition. And I get, I, I've been hearing that word what a lot. <laughs> People cannot hear me. So, um, I was kind of at a crossroads. My country, my contract doesn't end in until August. So I was kind of at a loss. I couldn't really change providers. So I, I'm still kind of stuck with SilSouth. And what I did was they have their, the Blackberry 8230 flip pearl. They have it for free right now. So I was like, what the heck? Why not? So I signed up, got me a free pearl. And, um, I have to say coming from the 80, 8830, the huge, ultimate phone it's about two years old well actually it's older than that because Hill South got it late I mean I'm really not missing it that much <laughs> because um this this 8230 it's I know it's got better hardware um it's got a higher resolution screen it's um actually have a it actually has a camera which my other phone did not have and um it's it's not I mean it's don't get me wrong, I'm not saying it's the best BlackBerry ever made because it's not, but I mean moving from that older phone to this one, I'm I'm barely skipping a beat. The guy transferred all of my information over to this phone. I uh, threw my SD card in it and it's funny because I didn't even have to go reset my ringtones. Everything wow. everything was set the way I set it on my other phone. I did have a problem with my email but so I had I had to log in a Blackberry site and like put the pin for my new phone into into it so I could get my email, but I mean it's a nice phone. It's got a decent external speaker. It's not only louder than my old phone. It actually has some. It has a little bit higher fidelity to it. Um, and it actually has a um a standard headphone jack, which the other one didn't have. So I can plug any set of headphones into it and listen to music, which I never do on my phone. But I I guess I have that option to do it now. But I mean, if if you're looking for a uh, um. You know, if you don't have to have the best phone and you're like me and you just want something to where you can text people with tactile feedback. And uh, oh. <laughs> I wasn't trying to take a stab at that phone. But, I mean, that's one of the things I love about the BlackBerry phones is the actual tactile feedback when you're typing. And, it, I mean, it, ha- it has just about every feature that my other BlackBerry had that was way more expensive um, I know the newer Blackberries have a touchpad instead of the trackball. This one still has a trackball, though. But yeah, uh, from from what I heard, a lot of people like really, really love the Pearl, the original Pearl. Yeah, and uh, I did, I didn't actually didn't even, didn't even know they made a flip version of it. Um, yeah, they actually don't make the the regular Pearl anymore. It's they the newer ones are only flip. So I'm I'm sure some people were probably mad about that. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, it, like I said, it's it's a decent phone. I'm I'm really happy with it, especially coming from that old dinosaur that I had. It's <laughs> it's, it's I'm really happy with it. Hmm. Good stuff. Yeah, I guess that's really all I have to say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it's free right now. Tell South, you just have to pay. Well, if you don't have a, I think you just have to pay the connection fee, which is like fifty bucks. But You'd have to pay that if you bought any of the phones. So, yeah, that, that's pretty crazy. It's funny how some of these phones, when they first come out, they're like the the most expensive phone on the plan. Just like I can equate this like when the Razer first came out. Yeah. And then after a couple of years, it started being a free phone that you can get. <laughs> and, and when this came out, the first when we first started getting Blackberries on sale, South they used to be like the most expensive phone, like three hundred bucks, you know, yeah. with a contract. But now you get one free. It's just so crazy, and. I, I will dare say, like, probably when the next iPhone comes out, you'll probably be able to get the 3G for, like, free with a contract. Yeah. Because right now you can get it for $99. You can get a refurb through Best Buy for $50. Really? I believe so. Wow, I should have so, went into my contract right now. I mean, so so I, I really believe, I truly believe, like, over the, probably within the next year, you'll be able to get an iPhone with a contract um, once a new iPhone comes out. Uh, through AT and T, but it's just pretty. It's just crazy how these phones get so cheap. <laughs> yeah, it's all thanks to Apple, though. Everybody's trying to compete. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <clears throat> so you guys got anything else? <laughs> I think we pretty much ran the gamut. <laughs> yeah, that's a short, short and sweet podcast. The way I like them. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. Um. Visit the website, techpedition.com. Um, send us some fan mail at fans at techpedition.com. Follow 
follow us on Twitter. Uh, yeah. At Techpedition. It's on yes. Twitter handle. It's just add us. Yeah, add us, man. And you can add me on Lala. Oh, but I can't remember what my username <laughs> is, so never mind. <laughs> yeah, and if you haven't used Lala, it's awesome. We'll talk about it on next cast. Yeah, if you're not using Lala, you should be using it there. What is Lala? Uh, it's a music streaming site where you don't actually. Eat. Well, heck, let's talk about it. <laughs> it's um, what it is is it's a, it's like a music store. But there's two ways to buy music. You can buy like an MP3 and download it, or you can just pay for the rights to stream it, which is like what ten cents a song. Yeah, it's like way cheaper than it would be so to you, buy it. Yeah, and it's like instant streaming, and it the quality is just as good as an MP3. So you pay a dollar for an album, and you can just like play your whole music library through your web browser. It's like it's really really awesome. <laughs> yeah, and, to, and and we're in a day and age where you're always online anyway. It's not going to make a difference if you buy it or just stream it online. Yeah. You're still going to have access to it. Yeah. It's... Now, if you want to put it on your device, it's a different story. But now, hopefully, a lot of Apple come out. I'm hoping. That. Yeah. One thing I did notice though is since Apple bought them, they didn't close the site, which I'm happy about. But what they did do is the higher tier MP3s, like. If you try to buy a break even by the script or like something off of John Mayer's album, like if you try to buy the MP3, it's gonna be like a dollar and twenty nine cents. Oh man. <laughs> Just like on iTunes. But the streaming price is still the same, but I did notice that and I was like, way to go Apple. <laughs> but yeah. It'd be interesting to see what they do with the service, Yeah, I just hope they keep it alive. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Very, very quick. And I guess that's it. Very, very Go Till next week. Go south. Very, very quick. 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 Go south. I can't, I can't beat that. <laughs> <laughs> I just smells burnt and dusty.